Welcome to Creating Your Happy Place, a podcast that explores how our spaces support or sabotage our happiness and then empowers you to do whatever it takes to get happy at home. I'm Rebecca West, host of Creating Your Happy Place and author of the book, Happy Starts at Home, and I am so glad you're here today. Now, this is a bonus episode, one where it's just you and me talking about creating our happy places. And what I want to talk about today is the fact that a lot of times when I go to people's homes, they start making apologies for the state of their home. If you've ever felt when somebody came over to visit, like you needed to say, you know, I'm so sorry for the mess, or I'm so sorry for the state of things. That's what I want to, that feeling is what I want to address today. It came up for me recently because I visited somebody's home during a quick action session, and that's how it started, right? That same conversation of, I'm so sorry for the state of my home. Now, you might think that that's pretty normal. I'm an interior designer. They're having me over to address the state of their home. So there is some reason to say that that would go with having an interior designer over. But what I noticed is that in this particular case, this home was lovely. It felt like a home. And I've noticed several times over the course of doing my work that home, people seem to think that it requires a level of perfection, or they seem to think that I, as an interior designer, am going to expect a certain level of perfection. And I want to come on here today and say to you that having a happy home absolutely 100% does not mean having a perfect home. So first, I want to describe what made this house I was just in during this quick action session so lovely. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't perfect. It's an older home. The plaster definitely is cracked. It needs some work. Their sofa was a little bit shabby. They had a chair in the TV room that had definitely seen better days. Um, I don't think it was cat damage in this case, although we see a lot of, I see a lot of cat damage in my work. Um, nothing really matched. The kitchen was, I mean, straight out of the 1920s still, right? So that means that the fridge had sort of been wedged into this tiny space. The stove didn't have counter space on both sides of it. A lot of their cabinetry was just freestanding cabinetry that they brought into the space just to make it work. So like a freestanding armoire. So nothing about it would fit what you would traditionally think of as a interior designed home. But it still felt like a home right? Everything in there felt thoughtful. So as they started apologizing for their space, I simply said, it's true. Because what they said was, I'm sorry for the state of our home. We haven't done a lot of work on it. And they'd lived in the home for about 25, 30 years raising their kids there. And I said to them, well, it's true that you haven't done a lot of renovation work, but you have clearly done a lot of work to make this house your home. And I could see them relax into that idea because I was acknowledging the work that they really had put in. They had painted the walls over the years to make them colors that they would enjoy. They had chosen furniture that fit the space, that fit their family and fit the way they wanted to use their space. They're big entertainers. They love having people over. You know, they had made the spaces work for them even though there weren't a lot of spaces being an older and smaller home. And it was so wonderful for me to see them relax into the idea that I could see the effort that they put in and that it was paying off. And sure, it's probably time for them to finally do the kitchen remodel that they've been dreaming of all those years. So they have a reasonable amount of counter space. But it was really important to me that they understand that I saw that they had made their house a home and made that home work for raising two kids in it for 30 years. And that's extraordinary and marvelous. 
Another home that I saw that has always stayed in my heart was actually not part of my interior design work. It was when I went on this houseboat tour back when we did things like tours that lots of people could go to. So there was this floating home tour and there was all, I mean, I saw all kinds of amazing floating homes just done to the nines, right? Remodeled and just some were very, very modern and clean. And some of them were just very, you know, Joanna Gaines just felt like you're walking into a floating farmhouse, just absolutely marvelous. But my favorite on the floating home tour was this tiny, again, tiny little home. It might've had two levels, but I only remember it having one. And the couch was this old, like shabby old velvet sofa. And then there was just, there were mementos of travel everywhere. There were masks on the walls and textiles and, and things that you could just tell had been collected over the, all these wonderful adventures over the years. And out on the tiny little deck around this floating home, there were just dozens and dozens of pots filled with beautiful plants and not a single pot matched the next one. Half of them were cracked, falling apart. But there was this lushness to this home and this feeling that you were walking into somebody's story that just made it feel marvelous. And it has stood out for me ever since on this floating home tour, separate from all of these perfectly wonderful homes that had been thoughtfully designed. It stood out as a home rather than a house. So what I want people to hear today from this bonus episode is if you feel after you're looking at Pinterest, after you're looking at Instagram and looking at shelter magazines, if you feel that your home isn't enough because it's not perfect, please throw that out the window because being perfect has nothing to do with being happy as a home. Being happy in your home means that it is connecting you to the things that matter to you. Being happy in your home means that it is working for you functionally. And that is where some of the remodel work can come into play, right? If your home is falling apart to the place where it doesn't work for you, it makes it harder for you to do your job every single day, then if you can afford it, making some renovation changes can really be a good use of your time and money. But only when it comes to being functional, only when it comes to working for you, when it comes to feeling like home, it's not about impressing other people. It's not about having things that match. It's about having things that truly remind you of the, of the world that is filled with joy, your world that is filled with joy and memories that you have made and memories that you're going to make. Maybe it's sometimes a big world map that is about the, where you're going to travel, even if you haven't gotten to go there yet. So I hope these words of wisdom, for whatever they're worth, help inspire you to look around your home and see what's wonderful in it already. See what is already there that evokes those wonderful memories and see what's there that you can be grateful for instead of always looking at the list of to-do items that need to yet be done. Obviously, if there are to-do items on your list that can be done and that will make your home a happier and easier to live in place than it is right now, get them done. Do what needs to be done to make your home happy. But first, stop and take a breath and be grateful for what it is that you have and that you have created over the years. 
That's really it for me on this bonus episode of Creating Your Happy Place. And I hope that this does make you feel a little bit more empowered to make your home your happy place. And of course, as I always say, if you're feeling a little stuck and you're not sure where to start in creating your happy home, my book, Happy Starts at Home, is filled with exercises that are meant to help you think about your home in this way, in this psychological and design psychology from this design psychology perspective. So check it out. It's on Amazon and it's also in the show notes. And if you're really feeling stuck, remember that thanks to the power of the internet, we at Seriously Happy Homes can also help you through a design helpline consultation and help you figure out the next practical steps on the road to creating your happy home. This is Rebecca West signing off on this time. Until next time, may your home make you seriously happy.